In today's episode of Cheap Therapy, we'll go over 2018 and its effects on us personally and go over some standout movies, shows, and pop culture events from the year. Uh, But before that, I want to give a big thanks to today's guest, Nora, for being on the show today, and also a special shout out to Andre for the sick new intro music uh, that we'll be playing for you guys moving forward. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, This is Cheap Therapy's 2018, A Year in Review. Today we have a great guest. Um, You guys all might know her. It's Nura. Hi. So uh, today we're just going to do A Year in Review for 2018. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we got some questions ready and hopefully uh, we've grown a little bit or... (laughs) Uh, learned some things. Um, 2018 wasn't all just about Trump. So let's kind of get right to the questions here. Um, the first one here, which of your personal qualities turned out to be the most helpful for you this year? Um, I would say probably my patience, which I've, I've constant, I'm constantly developing. And, uh, are you like a doctor? (laughs) I'm a grad student. Okay, so you mean <laughs> I'm an an art grad student. So so that requires a lot of patience um, that not many people know about. And um, I would say my honesty, um, and both of these combined, generally, with my relationships specifically, have helped me kind of um, just kind of get through it kind yeah of thing. like make the right decisions uh on on where i want to move forward and who i want to move forward with in my life and um i mean of course the older you get you kind of start becoming wiser with yeah. those things but i feel like those two qualities have helped me the most this year what new skill did you learn in 2018 my new acquired skill is learning how to woodwork um, which like, is really exciting. Is that, I know for me, like I, I'm not good with my hands of, as far as like creating mm-hmm. anything. Is that something that's intimidating to go to if you don't have any background in woodworking at all? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's an intimidating environment in general, um, going into the shops and, uh, I mean, seeing all the machinery and it's really loud and it's really dusty. Um, and the metal shop is even more intimidating cause it's, metal and metal is usually more scary but um honestly like once you start working there people are very welcoming everyone is really open to helping you out and teaching you and supporting you and mm-hmm. once you start actually doing these things it, it's it becomes kind of second nature it becomes common sense i think um for myself the new skill i've learned is to push forward a mm-hmm. bit better than i used to mm-hmm. so there's you know, as you grow up, there's a ton of things that you don't want to do in life. Yeah. Um, and you just have to push forward and just be like, hey, I'm just going to have to do it mm-hmm. because I have to and do the best version of it as possible. Before we move on uh, with the show, just a quick word from our sponsor. My underwear. The only type of clothing out there that protects you from chafing and is also very comfortable and personable. My underwear, it's mine, not yours. Now, I've got to say, I've actually been wearing uh, my underwear for a while now, and i got to say, um, no complaints. All right, back to the Cheap Therapy Year in Review. All right, so um, 
<laughs> the most important lessons you've learned this year? Um, I I guess I've I've thought about this for for a minute. It, it's really hard to kind of pin that down, but I think I've learned that life goes on, and it's kind of a very cliche but very difficult thing to learn at the same time. Um, because growing up, I've always been just like, I, I latch onto things, you know, and memories and things that matter, people that I care, care a lot about. So, um, I've learned that, you know, I can't pause things or stop things in time. Uh, things go like people move on and that, you know, I shouldn't hold on to the small stuff. I should just look at the bigger picture basically. What do you mean by that, though, exactly? Like, specifically? Um, I guess... Uh, I don't know how to explain this. Basically, uh, just not to be depressing, but, like, you know, people die. People leave. You know, friends, best friends don't always stay your best friends forever. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay, you know? I'm not trying to be, like, a... Like, a... the What is it called? The Debbie Downer. But... Um, it's, these are things that are kind of really it's important life. to learn, yeah, yeah. At, at some point because, you know, it's going to end up kind of chaining you down if you hold on to these things, which, you know, might not be the case for everyone, but um, it helps It helps you kind of make more, I guess, responsible decisions <laughs> moving forward, yeah. you know, and, and to start looking out for yourself a little bit more because I used to always be much more on the selfless side than the selfish side. And I think there needs to be a good balance of both. I mean, there's only so much time and energy you could put on a daily basis. Yeah. So it's like, you really have to prioritize mm-hmm. what actually matters to you and, and move forward instead of lamenting on everything in the past or, you know, I guess holding on to things that don't have a future. Exactly. So I guess exactly. that's really what it is. Exactly. Um, I think for me, my biggest lesson I learned is that I need to do a better job of communicating and also asking for help. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm very good at that. It might be a pride thing where I feel like, I, you know, I could do it myself eventually. It might mm-hmm. take a lot longer, but I'd rather do it myself. Uh, or I feel like I'm bothering people. And I always, I just, I don't know why, where that came from. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I'm just not very good at. I mean, yeah, I feel like I, I do know, I, have definitely noticed that about you and I feel like it does get really frustrating when <laughs> <For> you, you? <laughs> yeah definitely when you think that you're bothering people I think it's something that's a lesson that I've learned a while ago which is I can't expect everyone to I can't expect everyone to learn these things yeah. I mean everyone learns at different times in their lives different things but um I think it's important to, to know that asking questions and, and communicating with people isn't a bad thing. Well, I mean, like even like Gabe, our friend who uh-huh. we were talking to, and he's saying like, you know, I, I'm not really good at like if I'm moving, which I've moved so many times. Yeah. I'm not very good at asking friends for help to move. Instead, I'll make it much more difficult on myself and either do it by myself or have a family member come in. And my dad's way too old uh, at this point. So I think that's kind of forced me to realize I need to ask my friends for help. Having a community and having friends, the whole point of it is is making each other feel like you can support each other. Yeah. Even I think it's just, it's just of, the feeling is I don't want to use people. I don't want people yeah. to feel like they're being used. Yeah. So I go to the extreme the other way. You know, like I'm not, you know, you know, our friendship is real because I'm not, you know, continuously asking you for mm-hmm. things. 
But uh, there's definitely a good balance that I'm learning. <laughs> Next question. If you could give yourself advice at the beginning of 2018, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, um, I'd give myself a lot of advice. I would say don't overthink things. Keep things simple, which is very the opposite of me. Uh, take things just from the heart and that's it. You know, don't sugarcoat things. Just feel it out and allow yourself to create and make freely without trying to please people, I guess. Yeah. You know, like don't keep thinking like, oh, this is what I have to do to, to, to get approval. Yeah. Get approval or get a, you know, great feedback or this is what my professor wants to see, or this is what that person wants to see. And, you know, stop thinking about what other people want and make things and do things that I think are right, I guess. So kind of go with your heart. Yeah. What you were saying before it was going with your heart and your own like kind of intuition Mm -hmm. and and trust yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, For me, I think it's it's basically, you know, kind of similar, but like don't overthink. Uh, Don't overthink it and just work hard and don't overthink it. Tara's house style. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. All three people knew that reference. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I think that it's just, it's so easy to overcomplicate everything. And then before you know it, you have all this unnecessary drama in your own head. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, that's enough. So can I ask you a question? Please. What's one thing that you tried to do differently this past year? God, I hate all these answers I'm realizing is that <laughs> it's so lame, but uh, it's basically being more mature, you know, like, like kind of getting things into more place, creating more of a structure for my life. Coming of forward. age. It's just such a boring, like if you ask these same, same questions when I was like 23, yeah. it'd be so much more fun <laughs> to listen to. But no, it's like, yeah, my next answer is going to be like doing my taxes, getting accountants. <laughs> like it's such... But that's things that everyone needs to learn how to do. And it's... And but it's, nobody wants to hear about it. But maybe people, some people do. Maybe there's like a 40-year-old out there that doesn't even know anything about taxes. And they're like, oh, what? That's a thing? They're going to jail then. Because <laughs> that's a lot of years what without paying your taxes. That's true. What if their parents never taught them? They live like in a cave somewhere. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, what about you, though? Like what I do differently or mm-hmm. what did I try to do differently? Um, I I guess I, I really tried to make it a point to show my parents that I cared about them mm-hmm. this year. Um, because I had a really hard time, I guess, growing up expressing my emotions to my parents or showing them that I care. I, I had a really hard time like showing even physical affection to them like every time my mom like wanted to kiss me or hug me i'd just be like eh. yeah i'm like i'd push away but now i'm I'm like really trying to show them that i value them i think it's important yeah it's it's one of those like i mean you, as you get older you appreciate your parents but it's also more emotional I think. yeah i don't know I, I, the older i get the more emotional i get and and i don't like it necessarily that's like my dad my dad i feel like every year i see him he's like almost 79 now in, in April. Um, he just gets more and more emotional. He's like this little old man ball of emotion. <laughs> no, I mean, we were watching a star is born Yeah, and I, I cried 
uh, a couple of times. Yeah, we cried like at least four times. Yeah, but I've never, never cried in a theater before like that. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like Lady Gaga, and I'm crying. Lady Gaga's pretty emotional though. She's a really good actress. She is. She's just an emotional human being. Every time I see her, I'm just like, damn. It's like woman. she feels everything, mm-hmm. and she's really good at portraying it. Mm-hmm. Like I felt everything. She's just a wonderful existing human and, being. And Bradley Cooper is just a really sturdy, sturdy man. Sturdy man to to help you get. To become a star. <laughs> I guess so. Is there like an experience that we you would like to relive from 2018? Yeah. So I would say, um, you know, I didn't go to too many concerts this year, but, uh, you know, I would say the Childish Gambino concert at the United Ooh. Center was like the most amazing concert I've ever been to. I would I would agree. Uh, he's amazing. He, he The transition that he had from... Uh, being a comedian, stand-up, doing uh, community, dare comedy, and now he's like this serious singer and mm-hmm. and, and, actor. and rapper and actor and writer. And, yeah, everything. But no, his his stage presence was like unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm I'm really glad we got to catch him before he retired. Pretty much retired, Charles Cambino. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe that he's retired his music career, but it's still pretty nice to be able to kind of experience that. Cause I remember seeing him in concert at the Aragon ballroom with my best friends in college, uh, like maybe four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to be able to see him at the end of childish camp, you know, I guess. Well, it's like, he doesn't need, he didn't need much. Like there mm-hmm. wasn't that many theatrics. It was just him, but his presence was just really incredible. Yeah. It filled the whole United center. Like yeah. the whole, that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was definitely the, the one I'd like to relive. Yeah. Um, well for me, I, that, I mean, that, that's pretty, that was pretty iconic, but there's a couple of other things too. I mean, kind of going off of the last question, um, in regards to my parents, my parents came to visit Chicago in April from Palestine. Yeah. From Palestine. Um, so I would like to relive that and do th- some things differently. Cause I mean like they're getting older, so they're not going to be coming to visit here a lot. Uh, there's some things I would do differently, but there's some things I would like to relive. Just being with them here is really nice. And also uh, our trip to Portland hiking. I love hiking. Hiking is so much fun. It's really sad that there isn't that kind of nature in the Chicago yeah, area. No, no, like there's a couple of hills, yeah. but no yeah. mountain. But I would like to to relive that. It's that time again uh, to talk about one of our sponsors. Um, The sponsor is Read Book. Have you ever finished watching all the shows on Netflix, on Amazon Prime and Hulu, and found yourself with a huge void inside? There's nothing else to do. Then read book. Read book is virtual reality in your mind. Now, I've given read book a try uh, many years ago, and I've got to say, it is very different. Now, back to the show. What do you want to improve on in 2019? Like what skills do you want to improve on or things you want to master or about yourself in general? I want to maximize my time 
a mm. lot better. I think I spent so much time flipping through uh, what YouTube clip I want to watch next, <laughs> which Netflix show I want to watch after my previous favorite show has ended, mm-hmm. uh, Hulu. Like, it's just like, it's the most depressing thing just scrolling through things. <laughs> so maybe I should learn how to read and probably know, do that whole thing that I see people do in the movies. I don't know. I want to I want to be able to kind of again maximize my time by trying new things, going out a bit more of my comfort zone, travel more, you know, the 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 cliché things. All right, what about you? Jeez. Um I guess I want to try mastering or not mastering, but improving some skills like gardening, cooking, uh my typography and bookbinding skills, maybe woodworking. Um, I know that's a lot, but we, I, so, we sound like very different people, we, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should probably work on other things, but I, I like keeping myself busy. Um, woodworking, obviously, cause it's something new that I learned. So I like know very little about, I mm-hmm. constantly just want to learn more. Uh, and have the courage to learn more because it's kind of intimidating. But typography and bookbinding, because being a designer, but these are kind of my, the things I enjoy most about being a designer and I just want to get better at them. Can you explain what bookbinding is? Like, is it just binding paper to a binding? (laughs) What is it? Close. Uh, Bookbinding is basically learning how to bind a book. Um, Oh, now I get it. No, it's like, how do, you, how do you make a book? It's using paper, using glue, using thread, book board. Uh, so there's di- so many different ways. It's just constructing a public, like a multi-page publication, basically. Yeah, I think getting to know you and, and everything that you've been doing, it, it really gives me more of an appreciation, like looking at a book. I don't think about like, how did it become a book? Mm-hmm. I just see a book. You know, and I just figure a factory made it. Mm-hmm. But a factory. I mean, it is mass produced. It depends. But there's, I like, I like hand making books. Mm. I think that's it's really nice. It could be an art form, but yeah. And cooking and gardening is because I resisted learning them my whole life because of my parents. But now I'm starting to find some joy in them. So what do you, what do you mean, your parents? Were they like, don't cook? No. <laughs> No, my mom cooks How dare a lot. you do your chores? <laughs> Shut up. My mom cooks a lot. She's a great cook. She's always wanted to teach me how to cook. Um, I just didn't, wasn't really very interested. And my dad loves his garden. It's his baby. Um, and he's tried to kind of get me in the garden learning some things. But I've always been just like, meh, I don't want. So. Yeah. I like the differences between all, all the lists that you have in mind was uh, just to learn how to read. You know, as far as like your everyday life, if you could pick exactly what that would look like, what would be an ideal every realistically, realistically, what would your everyday life look like for next year? Um, stay active. I really, I, I want to always just be active. Um, I do like my downtime and my me time and my pampering time, but um, I want an active life. Life. I want a, an exploratory life. Like I want it to be somewhat adventurous in terms of traveling and going to new places. Um, and of course, it's it's been my constant goal is to have kind of a wholesome, more holistic lifestyle, 
which is all the rage now. Everyone wants that, but it's kind of harder to achieve in a more consumer heavy, uh, convenient life. You well, because it takes too long. It takes too long, but it's, I feel like it's worth it. You know, it's yeah. worth the effort. I feel like right now when we're kind of young, we're still, I'm still in school. We're still not having like really healthy finances. It's kind of hard to sustain that sort of lifestyle. We're poor. Basically. It's kind of hard to, to sustain that sort of life, but maybe in the future. I don't know. What about you? I want to diversify my days a bit more. I, I don't, I realize I'm not, I'm happiest when it's like I'm on the go and I'm very active. Um, I get very antsy uh, quickly if I'm not doing something that's uh, challenging, but also different. Mm. So it's not that I honestly consistently want to be challenged every day. I know that sounds great on a resume, but I would love to just be challenged in different ways. I need to keep be kept on my toes uh, and that's how I improve. Mm. Um, so I would love to do something different as many times, uh, a, you know, a week as possible. Um, and entertainment is huge for me. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I'm still going to probably always be like that where I'm going to, I, I want to watch more movies in, in theaters. I want to go out. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> so you basically want to do what you do inside outside basically what i'm telling you is i want to do what i do currently but i want to pay more money <laughs> jesus and learn how to read so you know let's also talk about the important things though when we're looking back at 2018 and by that i mean uh what was your most favorite movie experience of 2018 uh there's actually been a few um i guess the most memorable for me was a quiet place mm-hmm that was a really surprising i mean i heard that it's really good but it was just a really surprising movie it was really good a really quiet movie really it was a really quiet movie but it it got you so immersed i remember us walking out of the theater and and we just couldn't make any sound we were just very almost traumatized by it that's true that's a good we yeah. really were kind of brainwashed for 2 hours yeah to, like to think that way um, okay, well, there's a couple of other movies. We just watched The Star is Born. I've been resisting watching it for a while, but that was a very emotional movie. I, and I think it's a great movie, but it was just, it was so, it was too much. It was too much too quick. It was. It was like, you know, Lady, boom, boom, boom. Lady Gaga going up on stage for the first time, and I had tears. I was bawling because uh, Bradley Cooper's character was so supportive uh-huh. and very gentle. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he really nurtured her out to stage yeah. and supported her. And I just felt like that was really beautiful. And I she agree. Re- she really shined. She did. Lady Gaga in general is amazing. Anyway, I know we've been talking a lot about her. <laughs> and the ending when they all just die. That's too much. Um, and well, also Lady Bird. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that movie had a big effect on me. I think I loved, I just, I loved it a lot because I could relate to it. Um and downsizing that was a surprising awesome movie we watched it on tv though i think well because it looked like a joke right like the, yeah. the trailers like hey it's matt damon um let's make him six inches tall <laughs> and live a life like that you know like it, it's it looks ridiculous but when if you really give it a chance it's a really good movie it really is it's pretty deep like mm-hmm. it's really deep it like comments on a lot of pertinent things and in contemporary life and it's i don't know i just recommend it to everyone it's i think it's a really good movie bigger isn't always better yeah exactly 
Um, you took you took mine with a quiet place. I think that that was the the, the one standout for me that I thought was just excellent as far as a movie going experience. Like you have to watch that movie in the theaters. So if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> you're not going to be able to because it's been out for a while. Yeah. Um, but I will say I enjoyed Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I w- the ones I didn't like and it was called Dumplin'. <laughs> You couldn't tell from the title that it was going to be an awful movie. I'll, I'll tell you that much. I was like, maybe this is going to win an Oscar. Dumplin'. Um, but Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Whatever. Um, Aniston. She has a daughter that's uh, overweight, I guess. I don't know. Like uh, Jennifer Aniston's character was an ex-beauty pageant or beauty queen, whatever. And... Her daughter joins the beauty pageant. It's just like it's. Silly. Uh, I got bored listening it's to pretty, it. It's pretty. It's. I guess the concept of you know everyone's beautiful is great, but I feel like the way that they they did it just was just terrible. It was really lowbrow. Yeah, I, I expected more from Jennifer Aniston. You know what though? <laughs> As we're talking, I think I think it's our fault. We're I, such an asshole. No, it no. was very low, bro. No, it, no. I think it's we're just not the right demographic. I think we expected way too much from a movie called Dumplin'. That's true. But, I think uh, for for little girls, it, it would be, it would still probably be very inspirational. I, I think they. I think little girls would be like, "Hey, this is pretty low, bro." Shut up. Um. <laughs> but anyway, we did not enjoy that movie. I think the concept is awesome, but it was execution was terrible. Yeah, not everyone's beautiful. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's what I learned. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, our favorite topic, I guess, TV shows. We've been watching a lot of those this year. Um, what would you say your, your favorites were? Um, I would definitely say Handmaid's Tale. Yes. It's definitely a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, super depressing, you know, plot. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's not a show that I wanted to watch. But when I was watching it, I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. It was, it's just, it's, yeah, it's a really good show. And those poor, poor men that are just trying to do right, you know? Oh my God. I'm going <laughs> to punch your mic in your face. <laughs> They're just trying to make the world a better place with these rebellious women. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a huge list right here. Like, I just, it's like, I don't even know if we yeah, should just me- go through them and, and I'll chime in there. Yeah. Um, the Good Place. That's that's a really really good one. It's a good show. Barry, Barry, we gotta talk about Barry. Though. We gotta talk about Barry. Okay, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel is a really good show too. Gotta talk about the Maisel. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Uh, Chuck, although it's like a really old show, I never actually watched it. And Joe was like, "Let's give this a shot." And it's yeah, I didn't say pretty it like great. that. But uh, <laughs> I w- I saw it a lot during college. Yeah, and I never finished the the series. It's brought to you by Subway, and they, they definitely do a ton of product placement of Subway <laughs> in the so show. True. But it is a great, fun, loving show, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, Queer Eye, of course. Um, this is really random, but if you guys watch any Japanese shows on Who Netflix. Doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> on Netflix, it's called Terrace House. Um, the Haunting of Hill House, duh. The Kaminsky Method survivor <laughs> shameless smelf 
and I just got into Game of Thrones. I, I watched it when it first came out, but I never actually like finished it because I'm a terrible human being, apparently. So how do you feel about it now after watching a couple? You're on like what season? Four. Oh, well, five. Season no. five. You just started season five. Season five, episode one. We're, I'm, we're just about to start that. Um, I like it. I mean, I feel like I started watching it when I was like, what, sophomore or junior in college. So I was just like, meh. It was just too intense for me. Um but now that I'm actually like sitting down and actually paying attention, I'm enjoying it. Any others you want to talk about? You said you want to talk about Barry. Yeah, I just want to talk about Barry because I feel like if, you know, a lot of people haven't heard about it. Yeah. It's on HBO. Mm-hmm. You could definitely illegally download it or whatever. Oh but um, Barry, just watch it. It's with Bill Hader. It's pretty dark. It's like a dark humor sort of show it's it's like actually really dark but it's funny they do a great job of you know mixing humor and drama together i think yeah i I believe so um haunting of hill house i think is one of the the best horror i guess tv shows i've seen in a while probably mm -hmm. ever actually i don't think i've seen like a really good horror show yeah i would say i mean american horror story but that's different it's not really yeah. Yeah. I would say it, it made me feel similarly to when I saw the movie It's. Yeah. The new one that just came out like in 2017. Uh-huh. It made me feel the same way. Like it was kind of exciting. I look kind of fresh mm-hmm. type of terror. I agree. It's a very different take yeah. on, on it. Um, I would take the Kaminsky method too. Not a lot of people, I think. I don't think, I think I've heard anyone talk about this. Probably no. online. I haven't really looked, but... Uh, I honestly that that show has a I have a soft spot for you that. Want to show. talk about what it what it's about real quick? Um, it's these two older guys who are close friends. Uh, one of them is an acting. He was an actor, but or still kind of is. But he's also an acting coach slash teacher. And his friend is this guy who is a agent. He owns agent, an agency. Agency, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're older men. So they're like maybe 60s, 70s. They're definitely like in their 70s. Yeah. 70s. Yeah. But so I guess it's just their life at that age. Um, they take things that are very real and put a comedic twist on them, I would say. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's just one of those like very easy to pass by because it doesn't look like a show. Yeah. Someone in their 20s or 30s would want to watch. <laughs> Moving on from the TV shows. Um, I guess just generally this year there's been many i guess pop culture moments or controversies or whatever mac miller dying mm. um i was just like literally just starting to appreciate his music mm. um because i just started watching some videos that he was in um and i'm like man this guy's pretty good um and then the week after he like i find out he died and it was sad but it also you know when you're just learning about him as an artist um uh, it, it made me want to listen to all of his stuff. Yeah. And I really became a fan um, because of that. Yeah, that was really sad. Um, there, are, There's actually been quite a few, uh, I guess, deaths this year that took a toll on a lot of people. One of them for me was Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. That took a... Like, I went to work and my manager was really, really depressed. And uh, I was really down. Everyone was just... It was just not well, a fun week that week or just generally it's just it's been terrible just i think it's because he is he is a guy that seemed to have a full life mm-hmm. almost like a life that anyone would dream of 
right? You're traveling, you're eating mm-hmm. exotic foods, you're, you're doing, you're expounding yourself. But it's not even, expanding. but it's not really that though. It's, it's also, he's, he's using those things to, um, bring a different perspective or, or bring uh, shed light on things that people probably would have never known about or experienced in their life through food, through community, through travel, you know, those things that usually bring people together. I mean, food is something that brings people to, to communities together, different people right. together. Um, and he used that on his platform to learn from people, to allow people to open their hearts and their, their cultures and, you know, their homes to him and teach teach him things that he didn't know but that makes you really think i think that's why it's sad it's like yeah you feel like he's living his life correctly almost but i mean everyone has their everyone has their woes you know yeah. or or their what i guess what's the word their issues issues yeah like internal struggles yeah and, yeah um anyway i guess slightly on a, on more lighter notes um some of the most memorable for me, I, don't, I wouldn't say favorite or least favorite, I guess like just ridiculous things from this year were the Tide Pod Challenge. I think that was ridiculous. Was that this year? I think so. I think That's it was crazy. this year. Like the fact that people actually ate that, right? They they ate them? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, honestly, I I just heard about this and I was just like, no. That's the kind of stuff that really does make me feel like way too old. I'm like, well, how? How is this a thing? The cinnamon challenge, okay, I understand it's cinnamon. It's like uncomfortable to to like do it, but yeah. Tide Pods, like, it's just a waste. It's like of, you're poisoning yourself. Waste of you know detergent. And the other thing was Kanye. At I mean, Kanye is always the freaking. He always has something every year. Um, at TMZ when he started. Anyway, I don't. He started talking. He had a rant. He had a rant, but he was talking about slavery never happening. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, and and this is the the new coverage that they're having, and and people are making some good points now. Yeah. You know, afterwards, like clearly he has mental health issues, Mm -hmm. and how it should not be something that maybe we promote. Mm. You know, like people shouldn't be watching these videos or really taking his word as anything real yeah. right now and just kind of give him his space, you know, don't, don't kind of, but don't encourage this kind of yeah behavior. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, those are mainly the ones that I can remember they, they, a lot happened this year and I feel like it's hard to really kind of yeah. encapsulate to 2018 into a few things. I would say one thing I, I'd be, remiss if i didn't add the chicago bears the oh, chicago nice. bears i've been a fan lifelong fan and um i don't remember them being good i wasn't you know alive or around when you know the 85 bears were around so um the bears have been just such a fun team to watch um and i, mean, I don't know every week is just it's great to have something to look forward to <laughs> Makes it sound like so sad. I made I made something uh, good, super sad and depressing. Um, So that's one new skill that I've gained in 2018. (laughs) To make everything sound really sad. (laughs) Yeah. No, but go Bears, because as of right now, um, you know we're gonna have this we're gonna have this episode out before you know the end of 2018. Mm -hmm. So you know hopefully they're in the playoffs, obviously, and then doing well. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess just to end this this episode here, to wrap it up, 
last thoughts on 2018? Like if you could sum it up for personally, um, or, you know, just as a country as a whole or world as a whole. A lot of things came into mind. The first thing I was like, I thought about was good riddance. But then I was like, no, it's, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I thought was, thank you, next. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I mean, my, you, you know, I had an episode of last year, yeah. which was basically that for 2017. So yeah. I would hate that that's a recurring I know. Theme. That sucks. I mean, I would say like this year has been a very transformative year for me specifically because, I mean... I just got into grad school. It's been, you know, this the school is an incredible school that I'm in and I'm very grateful and thankful for it. But it's been a whirlwind because I've just been constantly like working a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm just, I'm thankful for the things that I've learned, which has been a lot. But I'm ready to start a new year. I'm, I'm very ready to start 2019. I'm excited for it. And I, f- I have a good feeling about 2019 for some reason. It's like a leaping off point. Kind yeah. Of so it's like it's setting the stage. Yeah. For 2019. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a bad year. It was just like a, okay. It, it was a transition year. 2018 was a transition year. Yeah. Um, I would say 2018 is 2018 is a transition year, but it's a step forward from mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. I do see some hope. Um, whereas last year I felt like we're in the thick of political yeah. unrest, um, everything going in the world. Um, and also personally, I just felt like a lot of things were up in the air and I wasn't really sure about a lot of things of where they were going. I feel like this year has set the stage for, you know, some consistency here, something I could work with for 2019. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm positive. Yeah. Much more than last year. I agree. I totally agree. Here's to a better year. Yeah. Every year, hopefully, gets better and better. Thanks so much for listening to Cheap Therapy Podcast. As always, hit that subscribe button for future episodes. I hope all of you have a great 2019. And as always, come back.